of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is the final episode for 2020. We are recording this in the final waiting days of the year. And it's definitely been an interesting one to say the least. We're all different from the place that we started this year for sure. Far, far different as far as places, as far as who we are. Uh, It's definitely been a transformative year for so many people in so many different ways. You know, so many people had such high hopes for 2020. They kept saying 2020 vision and that it was going to be the best year of all years and that we would be flying high for manifestation and bringing about our dreams and, and all this awesome stuff that we were all looking forward to. And then 2020 actually happened. And it was nowhere near what any of us expected or invited. It was just horrible in so many ways. It was just one disappointment or earth-shattering event after another. If it would just end is what people kept saying. But what if it was just what we needed? Sometimes the things we need the most are not necessarily the things that we want. But it's an experiential circumstance that's required for us in this time to bring on all those other things that we say we want. It kind of opens up the floodgates for us at some point, but we have to go through some of those trials and tribulations. You know, we've talked often on the show about the power of the universal laws. They are consistent. They're unwavering. They're immutable. So what if all this happening this year was like the waves that get sucked out before a giant tsunami? What if All along, this has been the tide going out so it can come back in just as strong as it was pulled out. I mean, think about that. Think about if all this garbage we went through this year is clearing the way for something amazing that we can't even comprehend. Just like the bad that we couldn't comprehend that was coming on January 1st when that that clock struck midnight. We had no idea what was in store for us. Not in a million years could any of us have imagined what was going to happen. But what if that also holds true right now? You know, the future looks bleak. Things don't look so great. But what if the opposite is right at our fingertips? It's right around the corner. And of course, I could be wrong. You know, maybe we're just halfway through the tide going out. We have no idea of knowing. You know, maybe we have more to go. The thing that can get us through any prospect is the knowing that things have to improve because of the immutable laws. There has to be a corresponding energy to everything that's out there now. There has to be a polar opposite for all of this stuff. The real question you have to answer is, are you feeling and expecting what positive changes might be right around the corner for you? And more importantly, 
Have you shed the things that you no longer want to have in your life? This time of year, people make New Year's resolutions, which I'm so very much not in favor of. I'm by all means not discouraging anyone from setting goals at any time of the year, whether it's the 1st or the 15th or the 13th of any month. But I think, or really I can actually say from someone who used to make New Year's resolutions all the time, I know from firsthand experience that they don't often stick. If you need a new year to convince you to stick to a goal, you're using an external factor to motivate your willpower. Really, I don't want to discourage anybody from making a New Year's resolution. If you're really dedicated to it and you're using this moment now when the New Year starts to make a resolution, whether it's New Year's 2020 or 2021 or whenever you're listening to this episode, I'm recording this on a Monday before New Year's. If you're listening to this whenever you're listening to it, make the resolution right now. Make the resolution tonight. Start it in the morning when you wake up. Don't, Don't wait until New Year's. You need to get in the habit or mindset of determined resolutions at every moment and every turn of your life. And in this episode, I'm going to get into a certain powerful practice that I learned recently that I'll share with you if you want to do it on New Year's, tomorrow, whatever day it is that you're choosing to make a change, you're choosing to make a resolution, um, it will sort of help you in that. It's a very symbolic sort of a, a ritual type of thing. And you can decide to move into a more powerful type of of direction in your life and use this powerful will that directs those things and how they're going to go in your life at all times. Before we dive into all that, I want to first mention to jump on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Leave us a rating and a comment or a review if you can. They always help us reach new listeners. And I have to say I was pleasantly surprised to receive some recent podcast rating statistics. And the stats came in from podstatus.com. I had someone reach out to me and share that we are in the top 60 in self-improvement in Slovakia, top 60 in uh, self-improvement as well in Ghana, and uh, the top 85 in self-improvement in Israel. So huge shout out to those countries, to all the listeners who are there. They also shared that we're um, position 116 in the Netherlands. So I just, just awesome, just so much gratitude for all those people around the world. It's so humbling to, to think that my my voice is out there and it's reaching people around the planet and it's um, it's very humbling. It's it's uh, it's an amazing thing. Thank you all for your continued support. Um, please share it with family and friends and definitely get out there and give us the rating. It will definitely help us reach new people, maybe boost us up the charts a little bit in some of these other categories in some other countries. Who knows? But um, any efforts out there would be greatly appreciated. So on the subject of making New Year's resolutions, I hope that you can understand of what my lack of enthusiasm are. Uh, on this subject and what it relates to. You know, I guess in a way I'm being a little bit insensitive because everyone does have to start somewhere. Your current level of conditioning may not currently be enough to keep you highly motivated. So when it's this time of year, when it rolls around and, and you are there sort of taking stock on what you have going on and the things that you don't like, you really have to sort of evaluate it all. And leave it all behind in the year that you're you're completing. And really vow for a new mode of operating for the year ahead. And I guess if you're just starting off, I mean, I guess I can compare it to people who are taking on any new venture. When you're making resolutions, you're starting to boost your willpower. You're starting to try to move on something that you really haven't had the ability and willpower to do all year long. 
So if you need that, I, I would maybe equate that to having a personal trainer, hiring a life coach, something like that to, to boost you along. But really at a certain point, you really need to adopt the mindset that this is something that you can do any day. You can do it every day if you need to. For me, I really adopted the mindset that time is really an illusion. So uh, and what I mean by that, I've done episodes on it before, but what I really, I don't mean that minutes and hours and days, weeks and months don't exist. Um, of course they do. I just mean that all of those units of measuring the passage of one moment of now into the next is really purely just a human construct. Um, it's all just relative. It can change with so many different factors, you know, time. Uh, dilation can happen, all these nice little scientific things that just prove that time really doesn't exist. It's something that we have have created here um, as, as humans on Earth. You know, a day here, just different measurements of a day in another place, another gravitational pull, like all that kind of stuff. It's way too deep of a conversation for where we're going. Totally going off the rails, so let's bring it back. Um, but yeah, even our calendars aren't even accurate. I mean, in reality, the new year should start when the sun really hits the solstice in the winter and the midway point should be in the summer when we have our, our longest day. And we've overlaid our own calendar system on this whole thing, yada yada. So, um, But choosing January 1st, what I'm getting at is choosing January 1st on a calendar that we made up is no different than choosing any other day than Monday or Friday. Whatever a day signifies to you, it's just what it means to you in your mind. Every day is as special as the next. January 1st is, is just as special as November 15th. You know, it's it doesn't really matter. If you need that kickstart, go ahead and use it. But don't wait for it. Do it today. You know, if you're listening to this in the first few weeks of January and you missed the boat on starting a New Year's resolution, do it that day. Point is, you should be able to resolve anything at your own leisure at any point in, in your life. A new year is typically a, a trendy time to make the resolutions. But the problem is, is most people break those resolutions soon after they're made. One important thing you need to realize is the mindset behind a resolution is the most important thing in the first place. You need to resolve to making change in your life. And that's it. You need to resolve to making a permanent change for your life. You need to take responsibility for it all. And that's the hardest part. It's hard to say, you know, it's hard to sit there and really look at your life and take stock of what's there in life and say that it's it's really all on me. But if you're choosing one time of year to resolve to make a change, then that's kind of what you're doing. You're sort of giving your power away to a certain day, to something outside of you, when really that power always lies inside. You're the one making that resolution. You're the one choosing that date. So you can choose any time to make that. When you resolve to make a change, you're essentially telling yourself that there is something that I don't like about me or my life and I want to change it. I'm going to start on such and such a date. So let's say your goal is the all too frequently used. I'm going to lose weight this year. But what does that mean exactly? What are the root causes behind the reason why you feel like that's a necessary resolution? Does it have something to do with your dietary choices? Does it have something to do with your options of physical activity? Could it just be something genetic? Is it ever just as easy as losing weight? Really? No, it's not. It's multifaceted. It's a multifaceted overview of several different key factors going on in your life. And what I'm getting at is a resolution is deeper 
than just a superficial goal like losing weight. What is it that you're really saying here? What is your why? I mean, really, if you look at the depth of what kind of resolution you're making and what it means, especially one that you only make on New Year's, what does that really signify to you and what is it that you're really resolving to do? Is it not important to you to quit smoking on any other day of the year? Is it not important to um, spend more time on yourself, to, to really take more time for yourself, to take on that hobby you've been wanting to do? Is, it, is that hobby just more important at that time? I guess really what you need to figure out is you need to find your target. And I learned something interesting about that analogy actually recently is, is you know the target. You really honestly can't hit a target you can't see. I'll repeat that one. You really cannot hit a target that you cannot see. You really need to define the target of your resolve. What is it? Why do you want it? And how are you going to get it? Something about that target analogy too. It's, it's another problem with New Year's resolutions that I have is that if someone goes off the rails for a little bit, whether it's quitting smoking or, you know, say we're going to vow to jog every single day or you're going to grind out something for a new career path people sometimes quit altogether because they feel like they've ruined their resolution because they had a cheat day or they had a cigarette or um you know they missed a class or, or whatever it is they quit because they ruined that resolution and they sort of like broke the continuity of it and they say oh well i'll do it next year and until then, I'm going to go back to the old me. I'm going to smoke a pack a day. I'm going to go and, and sit around and not get any physical exercise. That's the problem right there. It takes practice to get good at anything. And everyone needs to hear that. You don't just become good at something instantaneously. If you're the kind of person who's had a sedentary life, you've, you've sat around a lot, or you've had maybe an office job where you really haven't had that much of a choice. Say you've had some kids and you haven't had the opportunity to get out and go to the gym whatever your goal is if you're going from one frame of life into something else if you're somebody who's always worked for someone and you're going to go and work for yourself it takes a lot it's scary as hell you're going to go jump into something where it's you that's providing the paycheck there's not a day you can slack because that could mean you don't get paid but to fully adopt those new mindsets it takes time I mean, think of professional athletes. They train their entire lives to be good at their craft. Think of anybody else who's become good at anything. Hardly anyone is just born great at something, and it takes time. So when people set a New Year's resolution and they stumble and they break it a little bit, you don't give up. It takes time to develop those patterns. When that urge comes along and you're gonna go and have a, you wanna go and have a cigarette, you have to develop new healthy habits. There's people out there who help with that stuff. There's literature out there. There's so many different resources for whatever it is you wanna adopt. But you just need to realize and give yourself patience that eventually that's going to come. You're going to develop great habits that's going to lead you to where you wanna be. Your brain is so malleable. You have neuroplasticity, which means that your thoughts will fire together and eventually those those neural patterns are going to wire together you're gonna have certain associations that lead you down certain neural pathways and that can happen no matter how old how young you are so you need to develop the healthy thought patterns that are going to lead you to where you want to be and that's going to take time i will tell you that right now especially if you're making a drastic change it's going to take even longer but when you 
get your target when you when you let's say even when you target practice let's say you're you're shooting a gun or a bow a knife a spear whatever it is if you miss your mark you, you know you fire one shot and miss the target or it missed the bullseye and go oh well it looks like i missed that was fun and you walk away no one does that you keep going until you've adjusted your aim you've hit the mark closer and closer until pretty much every single time you're dead on it takes practice you try again you make your adjustments and eventually you hit the mark, you come really close every single time. And that's really like the greatest sin that people make. They don't keep going. And it's, it's funny because when I say sin, I don't mean it in a religious sense. A sin actually means to miss your mark or to miss your target. You will miss. I'm sure you'll miss off the bat often, but you'll miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Ultimately, your goal is not to miss, and that takes constant work. So one thing I mentioned before when I went off on this tangent is if you're looking to external sources to say to you, it's okay, it's time, you know, you can go ahead and do that thing now because it's a certain time of the year. It might be a sign that you don't necessarily have all of the tools to do it on your own. This is where mentors and life coaches and literature and all that stuff comes in, which is all okay. But utilizing those tools can be done at any time as well. If you choose to do it on New Year's, then great, especially like this week, we're almost there. But this reminds me of someone who, who was kind of close to me in high school. I've seen this guy, he made a, a drastic change in his life last year, right around New Year's. He was gonna make a New Year's resolution that he was just gonna lose a lot of weight. He'd put on quite a bit of weight over the years. He was kind of always a big guy, but he, he just really put on a lot of weight. And instead of making the change on New Year's, he did it like several days before New Year's. He's like, I'm not gonna wait until January 1st to start this, I'm starting this now. And this guy, Joe Mack, you know, God bless his soul. I don't know if he listens to this show or not, but if he is, you know, huge shout out to you, man. You uh, definitely impressed me. This guy has lost 120 pounds in a year and he's he's been kind of a big guy for quite a long time. And he just made this decision and has just made phenomenal results. And that mindset of what he said, he showed these before and after pictures a lot lately. And he said, I wasn't going to wait until you New Year's. I was just, I made the decision. It was before New Year's. I just did it. And, you know, he started on a Tuesday, started on December you know, 26, whatever it was. But that's exactly the mindset. When, when I heard that story, I had this episode in mind and I'm like, yes, that is the mindset that people need to embody. Don't wait for the New Year's resolution. Start it early. If you're deciding it right now, you're listening to this, this is going to come out on Tuesday before New Year's. If you hear it on Tuesday, make your changes right there. Do them that day, start them that day, or start them the, the very next day. Start them whenever, but don't wait for an outside source to tell you when you're ready. You do it when you're ready to do it. And there's no better time than now. You know, and I'll even, I'll even say, me personally, I've made a couple resolutions lately. Um, I did one major one on the solstice where I made several resolutions of things that I was going to let go of and several resolutions of things that I wanted to incorporate into my life. And I did them on the solstice because, you know, energetically, that's kind of a big day. It's it's sort of when the, the sun goes um, further south for us in the northern hemisphere. It's the shortest day of the year for us. So energetically, it's kind of like the rebirth of things. It's kind of like a starting over. Um, and I guess the argument could be said it's no much, not much different than New Year's. But like I said, again, I kind of look at New Year's like it's something that we've forced on nature. You know, it, we're looking at nature where, you know, the sun is doing its thing. It's on its track. It's doing what it's doing. So I felt like that was a great day to do it. But it's not the only time of the year that I've made those resolutions. I have had some of these resolutions that I made on that day for quite a long time. 
I reaffirmed them often. And I feel like that's all I was doing on the solstice was I was just reaffirming some of those things that are important to me to continue to let go of and then incorporate some of the things that I want to make sure that I'm integrating into my life. And I feel like that's really important. We need to check in on ourselves. We look at that roadmap of our life and we see where our destination is. And sometimes we just need to, you know, sort of do a wayfinder to figure out where we are on that map and how we're going to get there. So on that day, I'll, I'll walk you through what it was that I learned about uh, in the last few years. It was something that was very sort of symbolic, um, maybe sort of a ritual or practice that helped me very symbolically let go of several things that I didn't like about my mindset, which ultimately translates into certain things in my physical life and other things that I wanted to incorporate that I felt like I was missing, that I wanted to add more of into my life and bring those about as well. And keep in mind, these are not things that you only have to do on New Year's or a solstice. You can do them today or tomorrow whenever you're listening to this. So stop the podcast after you hear what this practice is and go do it right away. Don't waste any time. And if you do, keep on doing it over and over again. Do it the next day. Do it the next day. However many times it takes to imprint these things as a practice in your life. However many times it takes to release the things you want to let go and incorporate the things you want to bring in. So this practice is called the burning bowl ceremony. It's one that I've seen used in many different spiritual practices. I've decided to give it a shot myself and I found it very therapeutic. Um, I've heard it done in many different ways and it does tend to be kind of a New Year's ceremony and I, who knows, I might end up doing it on uh, in New Year's if we have a couple of people over, we have decent weather that night. Um, maybe we'll do another one and I'll participate in that one as well. So if you do this, I suggest that you do this at any time you need to release things that either A, no longer serve you, B, things you feel like that um, have attached to you, maybe that you need to let go of, and C, things that you've tried to release and need to renew that cleansing energy of transferring it into fire. So when I've practiced this in the past, like I did a week or so ago, I have a fireplace outside. I use it all the time. It's like my favorite place to be anywhere. It's made out of stone. It's carved into a rock ledge. It's pretty awesome, but you can use a bowl. Um, you can have use just a regular standard fire pit, but whatever you do, make sure that you do it in a place that's safe and it's controlled and you don't pose a risk to yourself or others. The worst thing you could possibly do is set something on fire that you didn't intend to. So do this at your own risk. That's my disclaimer. But if you do this, do it very carefully. Use some common sense with it. So for me, I don't use fancy paper, um, but you can. You can use whatever you want. Um, you don't have to burn any belongings or pictures or anything. But if there's something that's symbolic, you can always use that if you'd want to. For me, I cut out a piece of paper bag and wrote several of my things that I was going to let go in a big black sharpie because I see them very, very clear when I lay them on the fire as they were burning up. I could see them sort of fade away from a distance. I actually cut two pieces when I did it this time. One, I made a list of four things that I was releasing. It'll actually share several, several of them. One is that I was going to stop taking on so much stuff. I often take on too much stuff. I've done it so much in my adult life. Um, I take on the world's problems and I feel like I need to solve them all. I just need to stop that. It doesn't do much to, to dilute myself and reduce the amount of attention that I can 
spend on other things that really should have my attention. Second, and kind of related to that, was better time management. I get roped into conversations all the time, whether it's in person or online. And although I treasure those connections with people, I often find myself playing catch up afterwards because I just talk for so long with people. And I get frustrated with myself from my time management as a result. The other one is to stop caring so much about what others think of me. I have no control over that. So why even have it as a thought? And that one I feel like I've let go of for the most part, but I don't feel like it's completely gone. So I listed that one as well. It was kind of the least priority, but it's still there. So I wanted to make sure I noted that one. So after making that list, um, I also made a list of several other things that I wanted to welcome into my life going forward. I made a separate one. I did it in the same way. I started a, a big fire outside. I set the intention. And that's a huge one to remember, actually, is to make sure you're in a good mindset when you do this. Um, make sure you're not doing it out of anger, that you're grounded, you're in a really good space, and you read those things that you wrote down that you want to let go of several times because you're going to give them to the fire and they're going to be gone. You can read them to yourself or out loud, but you want to make sure that you really imprint them in your mind so that you remember what it is that you're letting go of. You're not going to save a copy of this. You're not going to write down the things you want to let go of because you're just kind of like re-imprinting that in your life. So write them down, say them out a few times, really get in a good space, and then submit them to the fire and watch them disappear out of your life when you're ready. As for the other list, you take it and you just burn the bottom corner or the bottom edge of it and put it out. This is the one that you're going to keep. And it's actually symbolic of the things that you want to have come into your life. You have that small sort of burnt edge on that list to remind you that those things on that list are above the things that you submitted to the fire. It's kind of a reminder of what you left in the fire because you made room in your life for these things that you want on that list by submitting those other things to the fire. You're going to incorporate those things that are on that list because of the room that you've made, the space that you created to welcome these other things in. So I've done this several times, but this time I approached it in a much more intentional way. And like I said, if people are here, I'll, I'll do it again. And maybe I'll do it again in a few weeks. There's no limits to this. When you put those things in motion, you use the emotion that goes along with it. When you add emotion to the momentum of your life, things go in motion. But the same thing goes for the things that you're letting go of. When you put the emotion into the things that you're letting go of, you look at them and you write them down. And that's your chance to let them go. It's such a powerful display for you to get that sense of release and victory over those things and you watch them fade away into the fire. And like I said, if you do this practice and you find yourself slipping, do it again. Reaffirm it. You had a slip, you backslid a little bit, do it over again. If it's in a month, two weeks after you do it, it doesn't matter. Write it down, do it again, reaffirm it all, do it as many times as it takes. But I feel this is something that we can all benefit from to end this crazy year or whatever time frame you're listening to this at. But if you're at a point where you're really wanting to let these trappings go, do this practice. These things that are going to hold you back, they're going to be there anyways. To do some sort of an action that's going to put them behind you. You know, this year has been extremely tough, but you're tough. If you're still here, you're tough. This has been one for the ages, I'll tell you that much. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. That's one of my favorite sayings. This year has really not been the worst for me, but it definitely ranks up there with some of the, the biggest struggles that I've had. 
you know, I'm grateful for it because I've ended up so much stronger because of what's gone on this year. My bar has definitely been raised for what I can handle. And much of this year sucked. And as much as it sucked, I'm continually grounded and grateful for it all. And approaching it from a place of gratitude really has allowed me, and I know it allows a lot of people to process what's going on and move through it so you're not holding on to the resistance and the struggle. And it allows you to gain so much more power instead of giving all of that energy away to the resistance and the resentment for all the stuff that's gone on that didn't go your way. And things aren't always going to go your way. And one very important thing is to be confident and respectful to yourself whenever it doesn't. Don't think down on yourself whenever a New Year's resolution, any resolution, any sort of change that you want to make doesn't go your way. Just recognize that when it isn't going the way that you had hoped it would, the way that you maybe planned it out, the way that you spelled out that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z from now on and you maybe only do X and Y. Be patient with yourself. Just realize that it takes time. It is a process to stick on those new paths, those new habits. Confidence is everything. It's three very important things to remember for this upcoming year. In addition to sort of this, this sort of practice, I'll tell you about sort of moving through things. Remember these three key things for this year. Number one, stop disrespecting yourself. Don't say something to yourself that you wouldn't say to someone else. Number two, this is one I need to get used to. Get comfortable saying no to things that you don't feel are going to serve you. Just get comfortable saying no in general to things that just don't serve your highest purpose. And number three, don't break promises to yourself. Don't break the promises that you make to yourself. And when you do, go back to step one. Make sure you're kind to yourself and don't disrespect yourself. It gets tough, and sometimes all we need to do is just keep our heads above water. Sometimes we slide a little bit. Sometimes we go through a little bit of stress. Some of you might be going through that this year. When those things happen, it's hard to stay on the rails. The most important part is just to remember to get yourself back on. But sometimes all we can do is keep our heads above water. You know, I've told this story a few times, but remember the story about the, the monk going down the river and how people were watching him get tossed around in the rapids and could barely see him bobbing up for air. And they were, they were watching this happen and they were sure that he was dead. His body was still and it just floated downstream after the rapids and before they knew it, he put his feet down and stood up. And to their amazement, the guy was alive and he walked out of the water. And people said to him, you know, we thought we watched you die. What happened? And his response was that he wasn't going to waste his energy on fighting the river since he knew that he was so much less powerful than the water. He became the water and only took a breath when he could. He popped to the surface, took a breath and just let the water take him along. He knew that eventually the time would come where he could catch his breath, he would have reserved his energy, and he took those opportunities to do so. And because of that, it saved his life. He saved his energy, and he didn't succumb to the waves. And I really feel that's where most of us who have survived this year have done the same exact thing. And although we might not be completely through this storm that's going on, um, hopefully we are or close to it, but we may not. And wherever we're at, you have gone through this struggle. You've took breaths when you could. And now you're in a place where you can look back and realize how strong you are, where you've come from, and maybe where you want to be. 
And you can set those intentions on where you want to be. And you can set those intentions on what you're willing to let go of and what you're willing to welcome into your life after you let those things go. (sighs) Yeah, that tide's got to come back in soon enough. I mean, it's been out on us long enough. It's been a tough one. It's left us high and dry. So I think once that tide comes back in, it kind of owes us one. And I have a feeling it's got to be it's got to be on its way back in soon. So coincidentally or not, the name of the song that I'll leave you with is Tides by Soul Rising, featuring Koala Carlos. We'll use this one to wrap up 2020. And definitely check back in right after New Year's. We have an amazing list of guests coming on, a whole bunch of episodes ready to go, um, from the chairman of Hemisync to several different amazing stories of survival. Some people are going to bring us some awesome stuff on really improving quality of life through health and fitness and some nutritional things. So um, some great stuff. We'll continue our book reading on the secrets of the universe. So check back in in early 2021 for all that good stuff that's coming. So thank you for making 2021 to remember for me. I'm not sure that I would have the same perspective that I have right now if it weren't for all of you following along. So I'm eternally, eternally grateful. Happy New Year to you all and to a resolution to make no more New Year's resolutions. Maybe make one since it's right around the corner, uh, but make those changes all year. Resolve to bring on the change that you want to see at every single possible moment of now in your life. Most important, keep living. Happy New Year.